0: What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to the P Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. Episode oh, and this is this is no episode. Oh shit! I almost fucked up. This is the after dark in the whip solo. No one's gotta know. No one's gotta know. I want to welcome everybody to another edition of the After Dark Show, T.O.B. After Dark, episode 63. You know, last episode, we was like... What did I say? Like, episode, what, 55, 54? We was six episodes seven episodes off we are literally on episode 62 which is amazing um and a blessing uh but before we actually get into the show i want to just shout out um some of our sponsors and everything so listen if you are in the chicago area make sure that you are hitting up passionate pastries by my girl amina z the pastry nurse you feel what i'm saying make sure you hit her up check out some of her amazing um Pastries that she makes on a daily basis. She just made a beautiful, beautiful ring cake um, for her parents, 25th or 26th wedding anniversary. Shout out to them. And she just made a a number cake, a 30 number cake for somebody's 30th birthday. So um, and she doesn't just stop there. She goes and does cupcakes, uh, pies, cakes, um, uh, multiple dessert options, multiple um, pie options, multiple, multiple um, jar options as well, you know, like the little jars, you know, strawberry shortcake jars, Oreo, uh, Oreo and cream jar, like it's it's amazing. So make sure you go to uh, becoming a pastry pal. Uh, dot com right now, and uh, if you sign up to become a pastry pile, I believe it's 10% off your next order, right? Um, so if you're looking for, for someone to cater your next event with those great sweets, treats, and eats, make sure you go hit up my girl, uh, Amina Zeta, pastry nurse, uh, and passionate pastries. And listen, because you know, I'm a fat ass, right? I love. You know, I love me some food, so make sure that you head over to daddy'sdough.com, which has the best cookies in Michigan. Damn near the best uh, cookies, for sure, the best cookies in West Michigan, for sure. Um, So make sure you hit them up daddy'sdough.com. If you're in the local area right now, you can uh, go to Fresh Time Market. Uh, uh Bridge Street Market, Downtown Market, um and check out some of their local options right now. But if you are not in the Grand Rapids area, and let's just say you're like in Kent, you know, you're in Kentwood maybe. Not even Kentwood, you're in Kalamazoo, you're in Muskegon. Hell, you're in Detroit. Hell, you could be in Brooklyn like I am right now and want some cookies from Daddy's Dough. Hit up Daddy's and use my promo code right now, T-O-B-20, to take 20% off your entire next Order, let me let me say that again. TOB20 at Daddy's doe.com Take 20% off your entire order. All right, love to my sponsors and my ad partners. I appreciate you. We'll have everything in the description box below. Listen, guys, after dark episode 62, we are here on the rooftop of my apartment building. Uh, well, of my best friend's apartment building for real, for real, and just embracing the, 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 the calm and the air up here is just beautiful up here. It's it was very muggy earlier, honestly, like it was, it was muggy as hell, but, um, I wanted to do it up here, you know what I'm saying? Just to get a feel for how everything, um, how everything is, how everything was. And it's peaceful up here, honestly, being up on the roof. This is my, like, probably my six, seven time coming to the roof because it's so peaceful up here. It's so tranquil. Um, it's amazing. But we'll get into uh, my New York experience so far um, later in the show. But we have a few things to discuss. You feel what I'm saying? So if you didn't listen to um, Monday's episode, make sure you go check that out. Um, again, rest in peace to chat with Bozeman. Uh, that was an unexpected death. Uh, John Thompson as well. The um, uh, uh, Georgetown coach was, man, like it was. it was literally like a boom, boom. Right, it was like a, it was just like a boom, boom, boom. Like it was like Chad and then John, right? And for me, I've watched a lot of basketball documentaries, particularly, uh, particularly documentaries in which, uh, excuse me, there's a helicopter. But particularly uh, documentaries that really deal with basketball, the NCAA. You know what I'm saying? If you ever watched um, maybe like the Christian Leitner documentary. Or, you know, um, I think there was like a Georgetown documentary on ESPN. Uh, I know they have it on the app now um, on 30 for 30. Like literally you kind of get a sense of who John Thompson was. And even even, you know, even still, you kind of you kind of know his name because he 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 turned Georgetown into a powerhouse type of a school right I think it was Georgetown and Syracuse for real for real like they had one of the greatest rivalries in NCAA basketball history you know what I'm saying when you look back and look at all the series and documentaries that um they had on each other and Georgetown produced a lot of great you know um basketball icons that we look up to nowadays like Julius Irvin I mean not Julius Irvin um yeah I believe right I think so um who played for the Knicks, right? So, you know, John Thompson was that man. He was that guy. He 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 was just just through the screen. He had such a a, a power about him. I think when when you are a trailblazer, right? Um, specific uh, specifically when you are a black trailblazer, a black man doing doing things that are quote unquote uncommon. Um, to, to the white eye, to the American eye, right? Um, because when you see a white coach, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, he's he's doing great. But when you see a, co- a black coach who's not only doing great, but exceptional at his job, producing not only championships, right? Not only going to Final Fours, going to Sweet 16s, you know, not only that, but he's 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 winning championships he's the players that he produced are now going to the nba they're going overseas they're he's he was he, to me the way i looked at him um for like kind of a forefather um in the basketball arena right and i think a lot of um ogs and um even younger ogs and even people my age will probably say the same thing i think a lot of basketball heads and i'm not a basketball head well to an extent, right? But I, I, not to say I'm that knowledgeable on basketball, but it is to say I've watched a lot of basketball documentaries in the sense like we've watched the Fab Five. We I've watched, um, uh, you know, I Hate Christian Laettner. You know what I'm saying? I've watched the Georgetown documentary when they had with Syracuse and everything. So <clears throat> when you think about that, because I've always been a basketball kind of fanatic. Basketball has always been sort of my favorite sport you know what i'm saying you know everybody loves football but for me basketball was always that sport for me be, um because it was always more so inclusive right like if you really didn't you know know anybody on the court like it didn't matter you know what i'm saying you know you get a five-on-five pickup game and it gets serious right but then you probably leave with some cool people to hang out with next time you know what i'm saying like it's, it's shit like that so I just, I want to say rest in peace to John Thompson, who was a forefather in this basketball arena, um, and rightfully so. Uh, and rest in peace again to Chadwick Bozeman, man. That was a very, very unexpected death. I got that, um, if you didn't listen to the Monday episode, I got that phone, uh, not even phone call, but I remember I was in my group chat, and I was chilling with a friend on Friday. Right. And we're watching the game. And um actually the show the game on BZ. And um and I got some I got I, I got something to say about that too. About Netflix. I gotta I got I, I come back to that. <laughs> but um literally um we I'm in I'm in my group chat and I'm texting and, and my boy Dale, shout out to Dale, my boy Dale hit me, he he hit us and he was like, bro, Chadwick boseman and just like and he put like three exclamation points. And we like, bro, what are you talking about? Like I'm I'm, not, I'm like I am I'm like I'm not understanding what he's talking about. And then my boy Pat is here and says, Oh, 2020 has been a rough year, it's been crazy. I'm like, Wait, what happened? And I and, and as I'm chilling with my friend, I'm not I'm not paying attention to it. So Cordell comes back to the crib and he's like, Did y'all hear what happened to Chadwick Boseman? I'm like No, what the hell happened to Chadwick Boseman? What happened? Lord and behold, I look it up. Chadwick Boseman dies at 42, 43 years old um, from a battle with colon cancer. Now, what I did not know, really, really what I did know is that it was a four-year battle with colon cancer. And he shot the Black Panther as he was battling colon cancer. You feel me? Like, here's the thing. A lot of people know Chadwick Boseman from Black Panther and rightfully so that would probably be his most memorable across the across the board that would probably be his most memorable um uh memorable figure of him right as an overall but as an as in the black community he was already solidified to us you understand what i'm saying and i think we have to understand that in the black community he was already Solidified to us as that's Chadwick Boseman, my nigga. That he's the man that played Marshall Forty Two. He played James Brown. He he did so. He played the football player. He was already legit in our eyes because he played our icons. He played our legends. He played our forefathers. You understand what I'm saying? In every arena, he was a singer a uh, 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 ball player, basketball and, um, I, mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, baseball and football, and he was a judge. Right? And played him flawlessly too. That's the thing. That's the thing. He never, for me, and I've seen all of those movies, he never had a bad role. Chadwick always drew me in. You understand what I'm saying? So when he played Black Panther, I knew it was going to be, and I remember going to see Black Panther for real, for real. Um, High as a Kite too. And went to go see it. And when I say Black Panther was something to behold, something to just really grasp onto, like, I think in 2016, when it actually came out, I don't think we honestly understood the magnitude of what Black Panther gave us as a as a black community. I think a lot of us were, well why can't we do this in our own community? Well why can't we do this in our own community? And then I think over time we realized why we can't really do it to a certain extent in our own community because we have we still have chains on our feet in a way, you know, here in America. Like we can we can only do so much. Right? As much as we scream Wakanda and everything, America ain't Wakanda. <laughs> you feel me? America is not Wakanda. But for that moment And every time you watch Black Panther For those two, three hours You get the sense that you're That not only in real time Your black is, 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 is beautiful But now you see You have a depiction A whole depiction from a Marvel movie Marvel Right? Predominantly white company You understand what I'm saying? That we have a black Cast. I mean, throughout the whole movie, from Chadwick to um, to Michael B. Everybody played their role phenomenally. Young creators, young actors, going for what they got, going for what they want. And so I say that's going to be his most memorable role because he became our superhero. He became the new black superhero. I remember watching Ryan Davis, who was a comedian, the comedian Ryan Davis, and he did a video about Chadwick. And he was just saying, like, how static shock. I know some of y'all remember static shock. I know a lot of us remember static shock. I think before uh, Chadwick Boseman came around and before um, uh, the Black Panther really... You know, Kane Static Shock was our black superhero. We we I, do you know how many times I've been waiting? You know how many years I've been waiting for the Static Shock movie, right? It's been twenty some years. Excuse me, it's been almost twenty years, or at least twenty. Excuse me again, but Static Shock had a diverse group of friends—black, white, Latina—all that right? He was cool as hell, had dreads, you feel me, had nice little twists in his hair and then had the power of the electricity, which wasn't blue nor white. It was purple. His costume, cold. had a flying, had a goddamn flying um, trash can um, lid. You hear me? Trash can lid. He, he was our black superhero right when we were kids so to know that feeling for kids now to see their hero pass away you have to understand the magnitude of what that is and it's just not in the black community like let's get it let's not get it let's not get it twisted right let's not get it twisted because he's a he was a hero to multiple kids Millions, maybe billions of kids across the world, across the globe. And so, Chadwick Bozeman, we honor you, man. John Thompson, we honor you, man. It is so, it's so, 2020 has been a lot. It has been a year, right? It has been a year of just a lot of what the fuck, of just a lot of hardships that you know, continue to face us, but we continue to make it, make it through, right? We continue to make it through. We continue to, to push through and we continue to push forward. So, um, it's just a blessing that, um, uh, you know, um, uh, that we get to really honor him You know, he he may not and these two kings, these two legends may not be here with us physically, but they will always be with with us, you know, in spirit and everything. And the fact that his family, uh, Chadwick Boseman's family, uh, kept it so lit, you know, airtight on his cancer, you know, the fact that he was battling and everything, the fact that he kept it so tight lit um, was was wow. Right. It was a wow moment just sitting there like, whoa that's the type of that's the type of tight lit you know you know type of family that i need you know when it comes to uh people just you know not getting in your business in in that sense so you know rest in peace to chadwick boseman and rest in peace um to uh john thompson for real for um so uh we got a chance to experience probably one of the best uh, versus moments in versus history. Um, as I said before, probably my favorite verses has to be the Erica Badu and Joe um, Scott verses. That would probably be my top versus, period. My second one has to go to Monica and Brandy. Now, <laughs> now, here's the thing. I was watching on Apple Music on my laptop and I got in late. Right, got in super. I don't know. I don't want to say super late, but I got in late. Right, I think they started at eight. I think I got in at like eight, eight, eight thirty, and they played. They already was playing some some good shit, and I was mad as hell. Right, but throughout the whole throughout the whole verses, oh man, it's about to rain. But throughout the whole verses, though, right, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, are they shading each other? You know, because if you think about it, one, here's my thing. Ray J, Ray J and, uh, and, um, what's that, what's that, what's that girl name? Brandy. They are definitely siblings. They have the same type of personality. They have the same, they look alike for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, they love to just try to be friendly in front of camera. Here's the thing, though. Ray J and Brandy have a certain type of shadiness about them. That is very comical. Right. But you put that with Monica, who whose shade is just very just straightforward, straight face. And to the point um, you couldn't her facial expressions couldn't hide how the hell she really, really felt about being in this versus. And here's the thing. It may have been love. Right. It may have been love. You know what I'm saying It may have been love because we've seen the love we've seen the 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 love for one one for each other one and the the love for their music right we've seen that, but I think at the end of the day it was still shady, right I knew I caught a video i caught I caught a video of Monica literally sitting there, her facial expressions was just like hmm, hmm, and let me just say. That every time Brandy kept saying, this is a fan favorite, this is a fan favorite. Here's the thing. I, I, I. For me, Monica won. Monica won off the verses when they, when they announced the verses. Because for me, Monica, I always loved Monica. Being from the South, right? That was, being from, being from the South, being from Florida. Monica. And knowing my mom, my, my uh my mom's catalog. My mama had a lot more Monica than she had Brandy. I don't think she never really had a Brandy album in, uh, in her, you know, in her crate, right? But when it came down to, um, it was always Monica. Miss Thing, I, rem- I remember Miss Thing. Miss Thing was in my mama's crate on the, on the top right and when you hear baby it's just why i love you so much miss thing had more hits than anything you understand what i'm saying now billboard i don't care what billboard says to me monica won that hands down after she played before you walk out my life i said that gets it all together for me like listen before you walk out my life is like one of my favorite songs period by monica and it was just it was it was an amazing um turnout uh to know that they broke another that, to know that they broke the record um for instagram um for the with 1.2 million and right and then breaking um and then that's not even including the apple music you know what i'm saying because i know a probably about 500,000 to a million people were watching on Apple Music, because I know I was, right, so they didn't even count those in, and so you think about, um, you think about that, you think about how these two queens, whether they were shading each other or not, you know, just came in, and people really wanted to see this, Um, it was amazing, and Brandy wants Monica to do this tour, here's my here's my take on those two for real for real um and Dallas Austin there's a there's an interview on Vlad TV of when Dallas Austin talks about um um Brandy and Monica at the AMAs and Monica just molly whops the fuck out of, <laughs> I'm extra but molly whops the fuck out of Brandy um just for looking at her wrong, and that's a hood girl right that's a hood that's a hood bit Every, that's a hood bit Being from the hood Growing up in the hood Having hood bit friends And family That's a hood bit You look You you think you looking at me Right You think you looking at me And shit like Why you looking Pop You feel me And Brandy confirmed it She said listen You did you know Put your hands on me You know what I'm saying She was And, and Monica said She's been delivered Right? She don't she don't she don't kick down your doors and smack your chicks no more. You know what I'm saying? She don't do that no more. She says she open to love. <laughs> right? She's open to love. She's open to the new experiences. But honestly, I think it was just all good auntie shade. Right? I think all of us were here for You her. we were being shady too. I think Black Twitter, you know what I'm saying? All of us were being shady all of us were having fun with it, and I think at the end of the day, jokes aside, it was a great versus, it was an amazing versus, um, to have, to have two queens who are amazing at, at both, um, who are amazing in the R&B game in both their arenas, right, um, is just, it is dope. And, and, and one thing before we get off this, this topic and go move to the next one. Um, for those who kept saying, you know, Brandy could sing Monica out the half now, um, I want y'all to hear. Um, I want y'all to go back maybe to some versus videos and hear how Brandy was trying to hit them runs and then hear how Monica was trying to hit them runs. Now, I know that a lot of you are diehard Brandy fans. Right, y'all are diehard Brandy fans, and y'all love y'all some Brandy, but I'm about to bust your bubble a little bit. You know, her voice was a little hoarse and a little waspy. You hear what I'm saying? So, in that, I think that a lot of you need to really just check yourselves and understand Monica could probably sing better than what she gives y'all or what she gives us. I always, I always felt like Monica could literally just take the cake on... Um, on her vocal. She just never wants to sing with Brandy. And that's okay. Who the hell you you gonna make her sing? Nope. But what I will say is the outfits, the outfits didn't match. But that's okay. Monica looked snatched, she looked tight as hell, she looked like she couldn't breathe. And uh Brandy looked like she um she just she just went to um the twenty four hour Walmart, twenty four hour um uh, uh uh Goodwill and just put some shit together. You know what I'm saying, and and shout out to J for trying to get his 15 minutes, Lord Jesus. I'm surprised they didn't do a Raycon, um, a Raycon, uh, in their, uh, commercial on that shit, which was, which should have been hilarious, which would have been hilarious. But shout out to them for um, bringing that to the culture and everything, because we really, really, honestly, we really needed that laugh. We really needed the community, and we really just needed all of that. So we appreciate Brandy and Monica for that. Um, listen. Let me tell y'all something. Before I moved to New York, I really got some closure, right? From a lot of. Okay, it's, it's raining. It's raining, raining, up in this night. Well, not really, but it's fine. It's a little sprinkle, winkle, winkles. I like sprinkle, But I got a lot of closure. You know what I'm saying? Close the doors on a lot of past relationships uh, when it came to women you know what I'm saying, just close the door on a lot of pass um, if you want to call entanglements right, and um, I'm a sap <laughs> and not to say like a sap where, you know, but I, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve, you know I'm very emotionally in tune, y'all know this I'm very emotionally in tune um, with who I am, what I am um, and you know with me coming to New York, it was just like, listen, I just need to let these emotions go. You feel what I'm saying? Like I really, really needed to close these chapters and just move on and be like, okay, this is this is what it's going to be, right? So, um, I think right now, especially right now, I just need to focus um, because I love love, right? I love I love the concept of love. I love. I love but I've also gotten broken I've also gotten you know my heart broke lots of times right I think more times than I can (laughs) can I can remember for real but um that doesn't stop me from loving I think for me right now and I'm gonna be honest with y'all I probably have some walls up um maybe some fences but I think definitely some walls up because of my last you know entanglement if you want to call it and um for me, it was just like I'm. I, I was I was trying to get myself together, trying to get my things together, and I wasn't looking for anybody, right? But um, I, I, I let my walls down. I let my my certain few walls down, and I broke my rules, right? In a sense, where not to say like I had concrete rules on not dating, but I had But to sit here and really just. Not be so selfish with myself, right? Because I learned to be selfish with me. I learned to really be in tune with me. So when I say I love me and I'm selfish with me, that that is no joke. Like I am selfish with my time, with my energy, with everything. And that's how I think people need to be. Don't be giving out your time and your energy to people who are going to just sap that shit out of you. And for me, that's how it felt. You know what I'm saying? It felt like you know, I'm giving, 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 giving and it wasn't being reciprocated until <laughs> until uh, a person with a, a boy, your boy was about to leave. So it's funny to me also how um, things change uh, when you are about to leave and everything like that. Like, you know, if it was real, if it was to me, if it was real, if it was something um, she would have said you know what she was saying and I think in just in a, in a general sense I need people to just really just talk and communicate what the fuck you got going on like stop being so goddamn scary and just let people know like yo I like you but we we, we, we just can't do this right like don't have me don't string me along because you don't want to lose me that's the thing right cause you might lose me Right? You might lose somebody. I might lose somebody. But I'm not about to string nobody along because I don't want to lose them unnecessarily. In in right? No. Let me sit here and give you the the grown-up. Right? Let me give you the grown-up. Let me give you the, the adult. And let me tell you what's on my mind. Let me tell you that, listen, I like you. We're cool. We're We're dope. But this you know, this may not be it. And that type of honesty, honesty hurts feelings. And a lot of people, and I hate when people say, I don't want to hurt feelings. Bro, you're going to get your feelings hurt either way, right? You're going to get your feelings hurt either way. I think our generation for sure, we don't like to hurt feelings, nor do we like to be honest And then, in the long run, we get our feelings hurt even more. You hear what I'm saying? We get our feelings hurt even more in our generation. The thing is, the thing what I learned early is that people don't be honest to people, right? Especially in a relationship, an entanglement, whatever complicated, whatever situation, I don't care what it is. There's no honesty. You're not honest with the person. We're stretching truths, right? We're stretching truths we're sitting here like, oh, I don't, you know, this is, this is, I like you, but you know, we're not, but we're not, we're not actually sitting here talking to each other. And so for me right now, it may, I'll be honest, my heart was broken, right? Because I let down my walls, my feelings was hurt. And it wasn't broken in a sense, like, you know, I, I mean, I was in love with this girl, but no, I had true love for this girl. And, um, it felt like she just didn't, she wasn't reciprocative of that type of feeling either. So I had to cut it off and it was a good cut off. You know what I'm saying? I had to really just get it off my chest because one, I was in denial that I didn't love her, not in love with her, but love her. Right. And as quickly as I did, it, I was like, Oh God, I was so mad at myself. Like, why did I do that? Because that's who I am. Right. I'm a lover boy. Right. I'm a lover boy. But the thing is, I was loving on myself, I was being a lover boy to myself, and it felt good, and then you allowed yourself to walk in here, right, I allowed the walls to come down, I allowed myself to be vulnerable to you, and boom, you fucked me over, right, that's initially how it was, Um, and with that, it's just like, you know, I could be mad, I was, (laughs) You know but to hold that grudge to hold that internally inside you cannot you can't right because I love love and I know that in the long run that my love will come and that it's going to be more fruitful than probably anything that I've ever had so I'm definitely here for um the new love that's coming to my life um You know, the new transitions that are coming into my life as well. Uh, And speaking of transitions, I just wanted to let y'all know um, on the transition uh, in this, you know, five day period, I guess, (laughs) um, that I have in New York. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Not even had a kind of nervous breakdown today. Um, Just. And y'all know and and honestly I think my podcast family knows more than anything my listeners, my fans. Um I keep it real. I keep it 100 with y'all. Y'all know this already. It's been very very hard finding a job, right? And really applying for multiple positions everywhere, right? Everywhere. You feel what I'm saying? Has been tumultuous. I don't I think I said that wrong, but whatever. It's just, it's just been a lot. Right. And um, um, with me having to now this week has been a lot, honestly, and I don't think a lot of people understand how much this week was a lot on me personally um, to go from, you know, moving to Colorado to not moving to Colorado to getting flaked on, to getting bullshit on and then to be blessed with moving to New York and everything. And then to still have the thing and basically to carry over the things that from Grand Rapids over to New York that you're still trying to deal with, um, you know, with finding a job, looking for a job and everything like that. Um, trying to get some money in your pocket. It is a lot. Right. Like it's a struggle. It's a fucking struggle. And I um, had a conversation today and it was just like, you know, you know, people want to see me win. People are like, "Did you get a job yet?" Did you I'm like, "Y'all, I just—it's three days here, right? Three days here. I—I I just got here, right? I just got here. I've been looking for jobs ever since March, right? I've been applying to jobs ever since March. You understand what I'm saying? Like, ever damn near since February. You want to say? Right, And I've been getting the letdowns And now that I have my master's degree I'm overqualified I'm a black man who knows his shit Who's smart as fuck, intelligent as hell Sexy as hell too And I'm overqualified Right I'm overqualified And for that I can't I can't be mad because I'm getting a lot of no's And in my And and today I kind of had a nervous breakdown Because I was getting so many no's Still getting no's Right? And I know my mama talked to me then. She was like, I'm just worried about you. You know, you moved out there. You know, no money. And it's like, yeah, it happens like that sometimes. Right? I told her, I said, it happens like that sometimes. I, like, yes, money is money is a stressor. Right? But I also know that the bag is going to come. Right? I also know that the bag is going to come. And I had to I had to kind of remind my mama, like, mom, Ma, you taught me that if I got a roof off my ass on food in my you know belly and some water in my in my gut that I'm okay. You understand what I'm saying that I'm going to be fine. Right? And I want to shout out every piece of family and friends that has helped me through this because no I haven't gotten an unemployment check in the last 3 months. No I haven't gotten a um, uh uh a um what was that COVID relief fund check? I haven't gotten none of that. Right? Jobless, moneyless damn near no no refund, no nothing that that. And I'm still here. That's a testament and that's a testimony. You understand what I'm saying? So I know my time is coming. It's just been very hard, right? I think Monday is set in that I was actually in New York. Tuesday, yesterday um, actually set in that I'm actually not alone but lonely <laughs> in New York. And then today I just kind of had my little nervous breakdown just to say like, yo, Everything that I've been dealing with didn't just, happen, you know, miraculously go away because I moved, right? I still have to deal with this thing, these things. And and I knew that going in. And so, you know, I think for me, to me, this was a breakdown to have for my breakthrough, right? Like, that's that's how I think about it. You know, I can't waddle in sorrow. I can't waddle and I can't sit and just... Just agony. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can be down on myself for like maybe an hour or two, and then that's it. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't be in that because that doesn't give me the motivation to create for you guys, right? Because for me, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. I'm working on myself, and not only myself, but for the future people of THC, of Tyrone's Hicks, the company that will literally have their own platforms on my shit, right? I'm building. Right, and a lot of people are not going to understand my vision. Why? Because it's my vision, and a lot of people aren't going to understand your vision. Why? Because it's your vision. Right, it's talking to my um, talking to the homie Cherish, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to her, talking to her, and we were just having a conversation about how a lot of people, not only just her, but a lot of people were looking at Colorado like. I don't think that's where you need to be. But if you're happy with that, that's cool. And I knew Colorado wasn't where I needed or wanted to be, right? But the way that I looked at it was, you know, this is a new place. First of all, like I said before, I peaked at Grand Rapids, right? I peaked there. My time there was damn near up. I couldn't find no jobs there. Apply for multiple, multiple, multiple multiple jobs in Grand Rapids have not gotten hired for shit unless it was a Grand Valley job never got hired at any type of corporate level you know it was more so like pizza and you know restaurant level positions right but never a corporate position or nothing like that because I didn't fit that right I wasn't the black you know fit for them you understand what I'm saying so you have that toll on your back and then you get told that you get invited right to come to Colorado so then you switch all of that you readjust all of that to now looking for jobs in Colorado you get denied there, overqualified denied overqualified da, 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 you know and then a week before you move you get you know you 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 are told that you are not moving anymore because boy flaked on you and he be, he's, he was a bitch-ass nigga at the time. And so he doesn't well, bitch-ass nigger as shit, right? And so now I have to now readjust the readjustment, right, in a sense to now your best friend is telling you, yo, you're coming to move into New York. Now I have to readjust the readjustment of the readjustment. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot on somebody's mental But to say that I'm still here I'm still kicking I'm still putting in applications I'm still sitting here Trying to make some shit pop and move I'm still making sure that my specials are running For for the uh, the podcast So they can have So we can have some advertisements And sponsorships Yes Because I could quit Honestly I could quit I could have moved here and quit Quit doing everything what the fuck I was doing I could have got here and just said, fuck it. I'm not doing shit else. I'm going to just waddle in my sorrow. But there's so many more people who have it harder than me out there. That that, that, that that right there. And I tell my mama, like, that right there, mom. That right there reminds me. I said, yes, I didn't get a refund check. Right? Or a COVID relief fund check. Yes, I didn't get unemployment. Yes, these jobs are not hiring me. But I said, you know what? There's people out there that need these jobs more than me. It's people out there who probably needed that money way more than me. So yes, it may be hard on me. You understand what I'm saying? It may be hard on me and it's hard as fuck right now because I told y'all uncomfortability is where I feel comfortable. And this is the probably most uncomfortable that i felt so far. But I said, watch how I thrive, man. Right? Watch how I thrive out here. And she knows I'm going to thrive. She's just worried. And, of course, I'm her only baby. Right? She's worried. She doesn't want me to fail. But the thing is, failure is going to come. I'm going to fail. That, that allows me to learn. I'm not mad at failure. Failure allows me to learn. Yes, does it suck to fail? Absolutely. To sit here and say you couldn't get that right. Absolutely. But that does not mean you sit there and just stop. You see why people fuck with me so hard is because my consistency is unfucking matched It doesn't matter which roadblock hits my line. I'm going to either break that bitch or I'm going to sit here and climb over that motherfucker. Or both. <laughs> you feel me? Or I'm going to ram that motherfucker. Right, But I'm going to find a way either through, over, side to side. It don't matter. We're going to find a way. And what I want to tell people is, just like my boy Bert says, move. Child to Elba. But move. If that means moving to a place where it feels uncomfortable, where you need that growth to grow up even more, move. I'm in this place of growth. Like I said before, I'm breaking, I'm going through a breakdown so I can get to a breakthrough. God is preparing me for what he has for me which will, which will not only have me fruitful, but to also sit here and help pay back everybody that has helped me during this pandemic. Because I because before the pandemic, I'm going a, am am I'm a tell y'all, I was straight I was alright. It wasn't like I was it wasn't like I was just you know, like I didn't like I was struggling, but I was cool. But once COVID hit shit just started hitting the fan. And I'm still here. That was March, September. You know what keeps me going? For real, for real? This podcast. My podcast. My company. Because while all these jobs are not hiring me because I'm I'm overqualified. I'm black or whatever. It's my podcast. It's this platform. It's the Devonté's world. It is the r and Chill that continues to literally go up. And for me, I don't know who listens to the podcast. I know a few people listen. I know maybe about 50 to 100 people, but we're about to hit 30,000 streams in a minute. I don't know who the hell to this podcast. But I know a future investor is going to listen to this podcast. I know future advertisers are going to listen to this podcast. My longevity, my my name is already cemented in this podcast game. You understand what I'm saying? We've been doing this for almost four years. You feel me? We've been doing this for almost four years. Three years with the opinionated brother and we just... Literally started two more this year I literally just started two more With the Devontae's World and the r and Chill So yeah, it's been a lot Balancing so much Having to balance professional and personal Relations, all of that But I'm here to tell you I'm still here Cry if you need to Because I did You need to let those emotions out You need to let that out because when I tell you being in a new environment, being in a new city, being in a new everything has just been a lot on, just been a lot. Even if it is New York, even if it is Brooklyn, even if it is Best Eye, even if it is where I want it to be, it's still a lot because why it's new. But this was going to be Colorado. And that's why I had to remind myself whether this was Colorado, New York, California, um, uh, Texas, uh, oh shit, Oregon. Pennsylvania, it didn't matter any new state city that I was going to live in it was going to have this this was going to happen this was going to happen this was was going to happen whether I moved when I moved, I knew it to know that I was going to struggle it's going to struggle I don't mean I stop the struggle don't mean I stop, what the hell? no I stop. That mean that mean y'all don't get shit. Yeah, brother is broke, <laughs> broke. But that don't mean I stop. That don't mean I stop putting out content. That don't mean I stop putting out shit. That don't mean I stop sitting here applying for jobs. That don't mean I stop walking around and see who's hiring. That don't mean I stop sitting here doing things. That does not mean I stop. Just like my boy from Houston who gave, me the, who gave me the shirt, Consistency Breach Champions. So yes, worry for me. But also pray for me. You understand what I'm saying? And I appreciate all the prayer warriors out there. Especially, you know what? I want to give a special shout out for real to cherish his mom. You feel what I'm saying? Because it was a lot of people who not just... And, and, and not only just Cherish's mom But it was just a lot of people who knew That Colorado just wasn't the fit for me Right And prayed And Cherish told me And I don't know Cherish's mother We have never met before But it's that love though Right I'm, I'm about to start crying It's that love From people who you are connected with Who continue to love on you And continue to pray for you and continue to shine their wisdom and their light on you so you can move forward. So why can I do that? I have to continue pushing through, through the tears, through the pain, through the worry, through the fear, through everything. My faith is going to keep strong. Do you hear me? My faith is going to keep is going to be persistent. It is going to be everything. This move was not for the weak. And trust me, a nigga ain't weak. You understand what I'm saying? a nigga came from Florida and Detroit, a nigga ain't weak. (laughs) But I'm ready. And if I'm not ready, I'm here, so I better get ready. You feel what I'm saying? God wouldn't have did what he did. He wouldn't have put me in this position if if I wasn't ready for it. He knew how big New York was. He knew how fruitful New York is. He know how a lot New York was too. But that's me. A little cry. <laughs> it's just the appreciation. Like when I say I appreciate my prayer warriors, my friends, my family who have supported me through this, it has been amazing. And trust me, you will get paid back tenfold. You understand what I'm saying? Tenfold. Because I'm coming for everything. You understand what I'm saying? I'm coming for everything. I've been coming for everything. Just because it may look like I've paused on uh, the job tip or working in a way, I ain't stopped working. Check my content, baby. Check my shit out. We just put out our August stats for the PNA the brother. Our August stats were amazing. Let me, I, and that's the thing. This podcast this, this, this podcast company has been keeping me going. Our streams have been going crazy. We had the biggest streaming month last month 18 over 1800 streams last month y'all 1800 That's the biggest streaming month we've had so far to date with Brussels and Brussels, Belgium. With Belgium being number two and Brussels, Belgium being the number two city to listen to us. What? Come on, people. People are listening to me. And I have to continuously remember, like, listen. That's okay that people don't listen to me locally. I'm international in this (laughs) bitch. Excuse me. And I've been international in this bitch. I've been local in this bitch. I've been nationwide in this bitch. And I've owned it. And I gotta continue owning it, continue on honing my craft, learning my craft, continuing to learn and uh, get better abilities and network more around people. Because here's the thing, I it's so many uh, podcast fam that I have in the tri-state area that it's so many collabs about to happen in the next couple years that y'all not ready for. You feel what I'm saying? In Jersey, in Baltimore, here in New York in Philly. It like y'all don't even understand. It's about to be a movie. So I appreciate these last 3 days of literally God really breaking me down. Because I feel like a breakthrough is coming. A breakthrough is really really coming. And I think the first one was moving here. I had to move. God could not, like, God couldn't get me together the way he wanted to, wanted to get me together if I didn't move. You hear what I'm saying, y'all? Like, sometimes you peek somewhere and you get comfortable and you start doing the same shit. You get in the routine and you're like, uh-uh, this can't even be it. And you got to move. I don't, it don't matter if that's moving from apartment to a house, city to city, state to state. Sometimes you got to move to grow. so when you feel that you've peaked at your peak, pray first, make sure you pray about it, and then when God gives you that confirmation, do it, make it happen, I am blessed to be here, I am thankful to be here, I am blessed for this breakdown, because now it is about to give me to a breakthrough that I'm probably not even prepared, really to be like, oh my God, right, like, understand. I'm super excited for what God has in store for me in this new journey. I'm super excited for what God is about to reveal to me in this new journey and i'm and I'm just super excited for and super thankful for everybody who has been with me on this journey, continues to ride this ride with me, continues to help me, support me, everything like I said before you will get paid back tenfold. trust me. Just keep riding with me. Just keep riding with me. Seriously. Listen, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all so much. Make sure that y'all follow me. uh, Follow the podcast. Um, on Facebook and Instagram at T-O-B double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T that's T-O-B double underscore podcast okay and then you can follow us on Facebook at The Appianator Brother Pod that's The Appianator Brother P-O-D alright listen make sure that you also follow and subscribe and or subscribe to us on the um on any platform, on any streaming platform that you use, uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, CastBox, Overcast, Spotify, we're everywhere. You can also listen to me on my website at www.tyronzahicks.com forward slash the T-O-B pod, all right? That's tyronzahicks.com forward slash T-O-B pod. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much y'all had me crying on this thing i really 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 do appreciate all the love the prayers just everything your boy is gonna be all right hes gonna be all right i'm gonna be fine trust me you feel me i'm gonna be all right i appreciate y'all i love y'all have a wonderful wonderful weekend i will see y'all again on monday you feel me we will have another great um well actually friday we're dropping two new episodes of the um, Devontae's bro Podcast, because there's been a lot with that. And we're dropping a new episode of the R&B and Chill Podcast. So make sure you tune out. Um, watch out for those coming um, in the next couple of days, all right? I love you guys. Have a great weekend. I will see you guys back on Monday, all right? Peace, love, and hair grease.